I'd like to give a big shout out to the Hoodoo Gurus who have given us permission to use part of their song, That's My Team, as our new podcast episode intro for all of their music. And whenever they are going live or performing live, head to their Facebook and their Instagram. The links will be in the description below. Be sure to give them a like and a follow as well on Facebook and Instagram. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast. And we've got a gem of a player for you guys. He's former Melbourne Storm. Uh, he also played for many other teams, such as the Raiders. Uh, he also went over to England, played for Leeds, Wigan, and Witness. We've got Ben Cross coming on. Thank you very much, mate. Oh, pleasure. Thank you for having me. No, no drama. So let's get stuck into it. Your debut was with the Canberra Raiders. What was it like the week leading up to and on the day of getting your first grade debut? Yeah, well, it was... Um... I did it a couple of times, actually. Um, I was I was named 18th man. Was leading up to make my debut a couple of times, and and this was the the final straw on the back that uh, Maddie Elliott said this week you are definitely making your debut. Yep. I think uh, Luke Devico. Oh no, Ryan O'Hara was out injured, yep. so myself and Luke Devico were starting props and against um, St George Illawarra Dragons at Oakie Jubilee. Oh, wow. Uh, Cogra back then on Sunday afternoon on Channel 9 footy, so couldn't ask for a better start. So it was, and we won. I was going to say, well, did you get nice. the win? That's, that's yeah, we got, always a good we got the win. win. We got the win. Yeah, nice. Um, you then obviously headed over to the Storm for a bit. Uh, you played in two grand finals, one losing, which is to the Broncos, and one winning, yeah. which was against Manly. Obviously, she went pear-shaped years later as things were unraveled, but during the time... Your Melbourne Storm were definitely the team to beat, and you guys won the 2007 Grand Final. What was it like being coached under, first of all, a legendary coach like Belly Ake, and secondly, what was it like to win the Grand Final after the after uh, losing the year before? Sorry. Yeah, well, it was obviously awful losing. Um, we I mean, definitely. Not for me, I was at the game, and I go for yeah. the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, no, no, sorry, no. Well, that was the last time they actually tasted victory. Actually, unfortunately for them, but. Um, Mate, it was yep. it was painstaking actually because we left our worst performance for the biggest game of the year, Even and we really did. Mm. Yeah, as in the yeah, 06 we, one, you mean? Yeah, in the 06, Yeah, we we, we were we were way off. Um, I think we were just a little bit uptight leading up to the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just generally across the board, not a lot went right for us. Even Smithy, of mm. all people, got a little bit injured in that game and. Yeah, and just the um, stars yeah, weren't aligned for you guys that year. No, sort it of didn't, thing. mate. So um, that was a bit of a fuel on the fire for the next year. And, and then for winning sure. 2007, mate, um, that was just our main focus, just to tick every box every week, get through the season, get through the months, um, get through the origin period. Um, it was a real narrow focus to get back to the GF and get the job done. And then and, and, uh, yeah. being, being, yeah, it was, it was a wonderful day and cherished memories. And regardless of, sort of what happened, uh, Still you can't, can't take away the win from you. No, you, you can't. Know? You can't. You like, can't. So things have happened uh, in between now and then with salary cap breaches and stuff like that. And the, the same type of salary cap breaches and only been a few little fines. So it was a pretty steep penalty to pay. But as far as myself and all the players that were there on the day and the coaching staff, we, we still celebrate it. That's the, that's the exact mentality that, that I go in with it. Like, I love league regardless. Yes, I follow the Broncos, but I love the sport before I, before I love the Broncos. And... Um, obviously, what what happened was obviously very unfortunate, but you guys were the better team on the day. Regardless of the cap, the team was the best team on the day, and that's all that counts in my opinion. And it's exactly how it seems with you guys, um, like the, the yeah, yeah. during that day. Yeah. yeah, and it was it's a tough ass. We were we were right on top of our game for two years in a row there oh, while yeah. I was there, and um, everyone was always hunting after us. And and at that stage as well, a lot of those guys. 
that are now seen as immortals and superstars, they were still only at the start of their career. Yeah. So they they weren't the um, 300 and 250 gamers that you see now. They, may they were had still under the they, yeah. They were still just in the infancy of their career. So um, yeah, they so weren't the out only out four superstars. Years in. Yeah, so he was probably only about 250 games. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I mean, so, big count origin as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no. So he, he was an established superstar in the game. But like Cooper Cronk, mm. um, those type of guys. And Billy Slater still wasn't even in the Queensland side regularly at that stage. Um, so they were still um, making their name for themselves. And uh, Israel Flower came onto the storm that year and yep. came, came in with a big storm, actually. Um, yeah, And being coached by Craig, mate, I, I don't really – remember too much about what he taught me mm-hmm. um, I, I definitely know I understood the game a lot more but I know how he made me feel and he just made me feel belief in myself and he believed in me and it was just that trust that was built. No honestly that's wonderful you then had a two year stint at the Knights um, again that was honestly not really the Knights peak the Knights haven't really peaked in a while other than these last few years but um, I won't really focus too much but other than what was it like going up from all the way down from Melbourne all the way up to the Novocastrian town of Newcastle. Yeah, well, it was a bit of a, a sticking point there at Melbourne. They were trying to keep me, but trying to feed, uh, fit me under the cap. Um, uh, and Craig actually sort of talked me into going to Newcastle. He said I was a, he'd, he'd played there a little bit, said I was a Newcastle working uh, type of club, like hard uh, nose to the grindstone, loved their hard-edged footy players and, yeah. and thought it would be a good fit. And it was a big country town. It was a terrific place to live. And I, I really fit it in really well there. And uh, footy at the time, we probably didn't reach our potential with the, some of the stars we had. But again, changing over of coaches yeah, didn't really help. It doesn't help at all. No. And I think uh, what Brian Smith there at the time, just before I got there, put a lot of people's noses out of joint. But it was a job that sort of had to be done. It was just unfortunate that I was a bit of the hired gun to come into town and um, to trying to solve a few issues that was um, done by a former coach and then Rick Stone took over. So it, it, was a, it was a learning experience and I enjoyed my time thoroughly at Newcastle and was fortunate enough to go back there and start coaching my career yeah. uh, when I came back in the UK, which was which was great. Yeah, well, I mean, let's focus about uh, on some time that you spent in the UK where you actually got your first professional try while you were <laughs> in the UK. Um, you played for Leeds. Yeah. Wigan and and witness or witness, I really don't know. Witness, to, witness, I yeah, so. yeah, witness. yeah. Put the yeah, um, yeah. You were honestly, you did really well over there, especially getting your first, you could say, first class try and all that. What was it like? The culture, the the league in general, and everything. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, the try scoring thing was through no lack of trying. That's for sure. Back in the NRL, but oh, for sure, you know, it was no, just, for sure. just one of those. It was just one of those things that just sort of never really happened. It's like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It was like a. A Glen McGrath never getting a half century till he finally got one or something like that. Yeah. It's just it was through no lack of trying. But yeah, eventually got I end up jagging two tries in three weeks and become a real habit over there. Oh, and that wow. was about it. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was great. The, the people over there sold to the earth, and especially in the north of England, uh, they spent uh, about half a season at Leeds and got a transfer across to to Wigan. I, I signed under one coach, and another coach came in, and I wasn't in his plans, so he. We saw best to um, sort of part ways was halfway that through that or first. That yeah, about? At, at Leeds, at yep. Leeds. So I, I signed on Brian McLennan, and yep. two weeks later he got sacked, and Brian McDermott got signed. So he's inheriting a team full of star of players that he didn't sign. So yep. uh, I was one of them, along with Keith Senior, a few other senior players, and there was an opportunity to go to Wigan under Michael Maguire. Oh, yep. uh, but then he was stuck in the boat where he was signed to come back to 
to to Australia, South Sydney, and, yeah. uh, and we we didn't know who the coach was going to be, and there was an opportunity to go to Witness Vikings, who was playing division below, and they had a relationship with um, Wigan, um, and they said, well, then we need to jump up and help them. So it felt like a good fit at the time, and it was just another sort of experience they hadn't been a part of before, a team coming out of promotion into um, up into the Super League from the championship level. So yep. I knew it was going to be tough. Mm. I didn't know it was going to be that tough <laughs> yep. the first year. Um, a lot of ass whoopings the first year, but they got we got better the second year. They ended up winning one of the couple of finals after it left a few years, but they were just a, a work in process. Yeah, um, they were so it, it was enjoyable. They were. Yeah. Um, and what about the people of, of that, like, in general area? Because I've been told that, like, a crowd of, say, 5,000 can sound like a grand final day in Australia, they're that loud and that, you know... Yeah, they're, they're, their sheds are like... Um, it feels like you're playing in a tin shed. Oh, wow. um, they're, they're, they're right on top of you. Virtually, it's the dead ball line, uh, maybe a metre and a half. Then someone's just standing there talking to you about uh, <laughs> things about your mother that you didn't know. <laughs> uh, it depends on where you're playing. That would be in Castleford. Yep. Uh, they give you a bit of grief. They do, yeah. But um, man, they're right on top of you. So you can you can feel the atmosphere. So you're right, 5,000 feels like 25,000. They just sing and chant and they're never sitting on their hands the whole game. There's always a song to be sung or a bit of a chant to be going on. So, um, yeah, 2,000, 5,000 people in the crowd feels like a lot more. And it's a terrific atmosphere. It really is. Honestly, I'm, I can't wait to get over to England because I'm going over to the London Nines next year. So, yeah, nice. honestly, yeah. I'm hoping like I'm going to catch some Super League while I'm over there, not just the yeah. London Nines. And I can't wait because I'm a beloved Leeds fan. My family's from there, yeah. so that's why I'm going to go yeah. over. Um, oh, it'll be amazing. Now, let's get to some fun sort of questions. What's your current beer of choice? Um, current beer of choice? Um, well, I've just finished a gold, actually. So, nice, nice. <laughs> so yeah, gold is not too bad, but um, yeah, the Cooper's Pale Ale. Yeah, yeah, at the moment, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 it's been going down alright. Yeah, nice. Who was your rugby league idol when you were growing up? Uh, look, I had a, probably a couple, but out and all was probably the Chief, being mm-hmm. a big yeah. uh, barnstorming front rower. But I, yeah, I really like players. So Wayne Pearce and the Chief is up there and Blocker Roach, yeah. those type of guys. Oh yeah, no, yeah. they were the hard hitters. Honestly, you don't really see many players like that much anymore. No, Mainly, no. maybe James Graham would be like the last of the yeah. old breed, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, geez, let's see. What are you doing now with yourself, like um, job-wise and sort of that sort of stuff? Uh, well, doing a little bit of personal training, going back to being a personal trainer, um, and then hopefully setting up a bit of an academy there. It's um, uh, with my own Bancroft Rugby League Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing a bit of work with Michael Crocker's academy, actually, yes, yep. uh, today and tomorrow. Uh, so going back to my roots, personal training, strength conditioning. Um, so just keeping busy doing that at the moment. Yeah, well, I mean, if you have any links, you know, to a website or email, by all means, send it to me and I'll pop them in the description for the fans to check out and if they're interested in those sort of things. Um, yeah, perfect. Yeah, no worries. Um, who was the... Which team? Not who, but... What team was the toughest for you to go up against mentally and physically during your time in the NRL and the Super League? Well, it was really good. We had a lot of good rivalries um, in the NRL. So, (laughs) yeah, mate, in both with Melbourne and Manly, but really the Melbourne and Manly didn't sort of start till after the 07. uh, 07. So, Mm. um, Melbourne and Brisbane were always big games. I love playing those games. Um, mate, the, the team that were playing against Webke, um, Petro, oh. um, Brad Thorne, Tony Carroll, those type of guys when I was there playing. Yeah. So they were always good clashes when I was at um, 
when I was in Melbourne, Melbourne. Storm. Uh, Newcastle, Manly and oh. Newcastle used to <laughs> bash the living crap out of each other, actually. So they were really good games to be involved with. And in the English Super League, they're massive on their rivalry. So I was fortunate enough Leeds to play in a Leeds, mm. Leeds and Bradford as well. Oh, Leeds, Leeds and Bradford, Bradford yep. are a massive one. And I was at Wigan. I got to play in a derby with Wigan and St. Helens oh, and they're awesome. huge games. Yeah. And, and again, another one, Witness and, um, <laughs> right, and they're great. Witness and Warrington are oh, massive yep. rivalries as well. So. Um, well, that yeah, playing the... those three big rivalry games. Oh, yeah. mate! I, again, goosebumps. I just those rivalries are amazing. Um, during your time in the NRL and the Super League, which coach do you think, um, as in from each league, had the biggest impact on you as a person and a player? Oh, definitely Craig Bellamy. Mm-hmm. Um, I came there as a, probably a mature age type of player. Um, debuted at twenty four and had three years at Canberra there and. Um, played a lot of footy um, before I made my debut at Canberra. So I was still learning the game and continuing to want to keep on learning. But Craig just instilled a, a sense of belief um, and trust that you know, I do my job, he, he's going to do his job. And he's I know that I'm going to do yours. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that trust was formed pretty quickly um, by how hard you work. So yeah, if you work really hard off the field, He'll trust you on the field. Yeah, like he wouldn't pick you on the for the run-on squad or the bench, regardless of which one, um, if he didn't believe in you to get the job done that week sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. And that was proven by how hard you train. So if you work hard, you get to play hard and, and, and build your trust you on the, the field. of the first grade yeah. squad. Yeah. Um, and speaking of the Storm, they're going up against Canberra in the next few days. First of all, yeah. two of your former clubs, and they yeah. actually got a little bit of a rivalry is growing at the moment, as I'm sure yeah. the Raiders getting the three wins so far against them. Who do you think is going to win, um, and by what margin? And who do you think like might stand out in the game? Well, Ricky Stewart and Craig Bellin are good mates too, mm-hmm. so that's always a good rivalry. Uh, oh, look, off the back of last week's game for Melbourne against the Roosters, to that take that win. form. It was. And I was just looked at a few stats about uh, ball in time and all that sort of stuff. And it was it was up there with an Origin intensity game, and with uh, Canberra being game. yeah, Canberra are quite down on troops in mm. the um, middle rotation. So um, games against Melbourne and games against uh, teams like Raiders are one through the middle. So I think the ledger will be on uh, Melbourne side there just through mm. having. Uh, fitter, bigger bodies at yeah. the moment. Yeah, and given, yes, yeah, Soliola's out, Horsburgh's yeah. out, etc. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, um, Bateman as well. Yeah, even Bateman, yep. And what are your thoughts on the, um, not the thoughts, sorry, the, who do you think the margin, like what will be the winning margin, do you think? Yeah, oh, mate, it's hard with this six again rule. Mm. Not that that's um, made the game fast. I was talking to Brett White about it the other day. It's just increased their work capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it looks like the scores have been blown out a little bit. If you get a bit of a roll on and teams are getting quite fatigued, the scores can blow out. And Melbourne and Raiders are pretty gritty teams, but mm. both have the ability to really take away. So it'll either be a close game. Or it'll so be I'm a be sitting offensive. It'll be a blowout, yeah. So it'll be a really tight game with two or four points, which I think in history will show with these two teams. Yeah. Or it'll be a real blowout because one team will just get the ascendancy and just keep steamrolling through. So, yeah, it's a bit of a fence sitter. I don't think it'll be like an 8 or 12 sort of point. Either yeah, it'll be like, be a, like 20 a 20 plus. pointer yeah. or a 2 to 4. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. I honestly agree with that. Um, uh, you then also went on to coach the women's New South Wales uh, origin team. What was I that did, like? yeah. um, getting a chance to do that? It was an accident. Oh. I was at uh, New South Wales uh, Rugby League doing a bit of judiciary work and um, bumped into an old mate, Jamie Feeney. Yeah, um, I know Jamie Feeney, yep. said, uh, would you like to 
put it in for the job. And I thought he said assistant coach. And oh. I got a letter back from Dave Trodden, the CEO. Congratulations, you've been appointed as a new head coach. Uh-huh. So You're like, what? <laughs> three years later, I sort of um, parted ways with them after moving up to Brisbane. But, yeah, it was tremendous. It was, it was a wonderful time. Um, and winning that first game in 2016 with yeah. the New South Wales, never winning a game, just brought so many people so much joy. Um, I could just see the emotion with all the players and everyone that had been involved in it for so long a time. The hard uh, that work all, finally paid it, off. It was wonderful, yeah. So 17 years of heartache, and then we were fortunate enough to do it three years in a row while I was there. And they backed it up again last year with um, Pat um, taking over the reins. Yeah, nice. Um, and I've got a few more or less fun ones. What is your current favourite movie at the moment? Current favourite movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I would have to throw out a Star Wars there. I reckon. Um, just been watching Star Wars. My son's a Star Wars fanatic, and, and like you can tell me that many things about it. Yep. But um, the original one, the Star Wars one, the New Hope. I think yeah. we've watched it a few times, and it just—it's it, a classic. A bit of a throwback to when I was his his age. So yep. a bit of reminiscing, mate. So the Star Wars. No, nah, that's a, that's honestly such a classic. What superpower would you have if you could have one, and why? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to fly. Yeah. yeah. Fly anywhere in the world at any time. Yeah, I reckon. Speaking on Star Wars, I'd have the Force if I could. Yeah, I yeah, guess you could do anything, couldn't you? Yeah, you could fly. Yeah, yeah. I reckon the Force. Um, let's see. I'm just going through the list of the topics. No, you're right. Um, do you have any advice for any youngsters that are wanting and hoping to make it in the big leagues one day? Yeah, narrow your focus and work really, really hard. Um, a big thing too. You got to have two plan A's. So you want to be a rugby league player, be a rugby league player, but you've got to have something else as well because you're a person for a lot longer than you are a rugby league player. Yeah. Um, and when your rugby league career finishes, not everyone can go into coaching, not everyone can go into commentary. Um, that's just a real short, pointy end of the needle. Uh, have two plan A's and work them side by side. So it gives you a good distraction away from your footy yep. and a good focus um, on, in your life as well. But um, narrow your focus and work really, really hard. Yeah, no, honestly, that's actually really good advice. Um, I've heard the whole, um, you know, work hard because hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work sort of yeah. thing. Which yeah, is, which is again, very true. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to think. Who do you think is going to win the State of Origin this year? With the no, silly, silly question. It is silly question. It is New, but... New South Wales. Oh, do you think New South Wales? Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, New South Wales. Okay, who do you reckon will be the um, the spine for New South Wales, given the form of the current players at the moment? Yeah, you'd have to. Uh, yeah, you'd have to be thinking. Jeez, uh, half. I'll start with halfback. Um, mm-hmm. Well, fullbacks obviously Tedesco. Yeah, fullbacks Teddy design. every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, what's the what's the halfback at um, Penrith? What's his name? I've had mine, but Nathan oh, Cleary. Cleary. Yep, Nathan Cleary. Yeah, um, he's showing some real value as a player at the moment, growing in his skin mm-hmm. and just going from strength to strength. So, what's that? I've got a fullback. I've yeah, got a go, uh, halfback. Five, eight, I've got a five eight. Five eight. Um, I would like to see Adam Reynolds. Okay, but I, he just needs to start taking a bit more control because he's got a great kick game and he being, uh, would, would be a, a great benefit. He's just got a bit of an older head mm. and he's probably getting the stage now where he probably deserves a, a crack. But does, if he yeah. can get a bit of form on the board and uh, sustain it, uh, and then hook it after you can't go past Cook, mate. Um, with this mm. six again rule, if they're going to introduce that into Origin as well, oh, and if he can get through the middle of the ruck. 
yeah, um, he'll tear teams apart. And he's worked really hard on his game over the last couple of years as well. So I don't think there's too many players really push and cook for the hook and position. Um, yeah. No, that's fair. And talking about State of Origin, you yourself played for New South Wales. What was that like with the intensity boost on, you know, for State of Origin and the camp? What was that like and everything playing for New South Wales? Yeah, mate, it was everything you, you dreamed it would be. Um, you were there with superstars left and right. You, you just really didn't feel worthy to be there. Oh, it was wow. just surreal. Um, and you get reinsurance that you're there. You play against these guys week in, week out, and you perform against them. So uh, you deserve to be there. And the whole week, like it's emotionally and physically draining just building up to the game. Yeah. And then you've got to build yourself up to play. And once, you, once the, the whistle goes and the ball's going to kick off, don't worry about energy. You've got plenty. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you blink and it's half time, and you blink again and it's full time, and you just hope you look up the score line and you're on the right side, of, <laughs> right yeah. side of ledger. No, that's well, we got, yeah. So it wasn't wasn't fortunate enough to win a series, but look, there was plenty of us that weren't over that period of time oh, with a great Queensland team. So um, <laughs> hat off to them. That's a oh, I was fortunate enough to play against that once in a generational mm. team. So that's that's a pretty good feather in a cap as well. Yeah, no, for sure. And um, obviously, as you said, you've well, as we've mentioned, you've played in State of Origin and you've played in grand finals. Um, do you think the intensity is the same or is there even more intensity in State of Origin compared to a grand final day? Uh, yeah, they're, they're just played a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Like the intensity of an Origin because everyone's probably doing a little bit more individually. Yeah. Um, everyone's... Uh, you're just running just as hard, but it feels like everyone's running a little bit harder, tackling a little bit harder, the speed of the game is like a bit it more. On the as well. And, it is, and the, the data says that it is, but when you're playing in grand final, it feels more heightened, like everything's a lot, it's more, a lot more strategic uh, sort of thing. A little bit, because you're still playing your week-to-week game plan. Mm. You're still sticking to your, your structures and your principles because it's still your club footy. Uh, it's just the, the risk versus reward is a lot heightened because you only get one crack to get it right. Um, just like it would, state, would oh, yeah, yeah, grand final, yeah, grand final. Just like if it would be if it was a, um, a decider game in Origin yeah, as well. Yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's about all the time we have. Um, honestly, I don't really have any other topics. If you have some, by all means, let, him, let me have them. It's been great chatting. Thank you very much. It's been great to be on. Yeah, well, I'll get you on at the end of the season after State of Origin. We can talk about the wrap-up and see if your prediction for the spine for New South Wales comes to fruition and how they go. And the clean sweep. Oh, I mean, I don't hope so because I'm a Queenslander, but, but, but good luck to New South Wales. If they can do yeah, it, go for it. Of course. It. <laughs> yeah, it would be good, wouldn't it? would be nice. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But oh, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, good. Thank yeah. you very much, mate. And I'll be sure nah, to catch pleasure, up for mate. a beer or something when I come up to yeah, Queensland. Yeah, definitely.